0: Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge on Yahoo Sports Radio.
1: Yes, our first guest is directly responsible for the success of Peyton Manning. Manning couldn't do anything at quarterback without the football in his hands, and Jeff Saturday put it in his hands. Saturday was Manning's center for 12 seasons at Indianapolis, giving him a front row seat to some of the greatest feats ever by an NFL passer. Jeff has helped keep Manning upright, serving as the point man on a blocking front that allowed Manning to be sacked only 17 times per season as a colt. Jeff was rewarded for his play with six Pro Bowl invites, and now he's here today with us. Jeff Saturday, welcome to the show.
0: Oh, thanks. Thanks for having me.
1: Jeff, we had Marvin Harrison on the show last week, and he said he'd be surprised if Peyton retired. Did Peyton's tournament surprise you?
0: No, I mean, yeah, I had, uh, I had an inclination that that was kind of the direction it was going to head. I mean, you know, you never know for sure. Obviously, he sat back and took his time and evaluated, and, and ultimately made a decision. But I probably would have been more surprised had he come back and played. But again, you know, I, I, I felt like just watching the way the season played out, just kind of the battles with his body, and and, and um, you know, all the things that he went through, the adversity he went through through the season, yeah, I, I just felt like it was probably leaning one way uh, more towards retirement than going back another year.
1: You arrived in, in uh, 1999, which was Peyton's second season in Indy, a uh, year after he led the NFL in interceptions with a career-worst 28. How soon did you realize that this guy was not some guy who was going to throw a lot of picks, but a guy who was a special quarterback?
0: Well, I think you knew I – mean, I think even when he threw all those interceptions, people knew he had the ability to be special. I, I think when I got there, I, I was fortunate because right away I saw the team that was 3-13 and 13 go to 13-3. And, and And so, you know, I began to see an entire team blossom. You know, Bill Polian had been there a couple of years. Now Tom Moore and Howard Mudd, the offensive uh, coordinator and offensive line coach, have been there a couple of years. So you began to see – Kind of, uh, uh, you know, what they had, had planted began to kind of grow. And
2: We're Jeff, with former Pro Bowl center Jeff Saturday, and Jeff, we we know what Peyton Manning was like on the field. What was he like in the huddle?
0: Oh, he was, uh, he was a, ton, you know, he, he, he was an intense guy. I mean, he, he was ready to to make it happen. He was always very matter of fact in the huddle. Um, you know, he, he the way that he he'd ask guys questions throughout the game. You know, he, what's it look like over here? You know, can you get this block on this guy? Can you seal this guy down? You know, Marv, can you get open Reg, What do you have? So um, he, he had that side of him, and then he had a real playful side where, you know, it, when we'd be waiting for TV, TV timeouts, you know, he'd joke around and laugh, and, and uh, you know, he, he was very lighthearted. So he kind of had both of those roles. He, he was one of those guys that, that um, you know, he could flip it on and off. If, if there was a break or if we were waiting for a, a play to be reviewed, he could be pretty relaxed, and then uh, when it was time to put that switch to be intense, he could put that side on as well.
1: Jeff, how much of Peyton's pre-snap theatrics were for show, and how much were actually play-related? And secondly, <laughs> did you ever get tired of hearing the word Omaha? <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, uh, I'll tell you, probably, uh, probably 70% or so was, uh, was all for show. Uh, you, you know, you, you, it was camouflage or kind of theatrics, and then the other 30 or so percent were, were legitimate, uh, audibles or changes. And, um, you, you know, our offense got to the point, though, where we were, we, we would call it at the line. And so we would get up there and, and it may be real, but it was, it wasn't an audible. It was just the, the best play for that defense. And we knew kind of going in what that was going to be. Um, and so, you, you know, we had all kinds of calls and we changed them quite often and we would disregard things and, uh, to try to trick defenses when they thought they had our calls down and all those, those types of games that you'd play, you know, kind of the games of the ship within the game. And that was always a fun part because you, you felt like you were competing with the, the Mike linebacker or the defensive tackles who were trying to steal signals or calls. Uh, and as far as Omaha, you know, Omaha for us wasn't the same as it was. Uh, for the, for the Broncos, it, so we didn't use it nearly as much for us. It was an opposite call. Um, for them, it was more of a staple of their offense. So I was kind of like everybody else, you know, I kept hearing the Omaha, just kind of laughing at, uh, you know, who, who they were pointing out and who they were doing those things to. And so, uh, the, the, the comedy of it is those calls could mean a bunch of different things. And it really could change, just depending on uh, who you were playing and, and what you had for that week.
1: You know, there are yeah there are already so many memorable games, uh, Jeff. You know, the comeback against Tampa in 03 the obviously the 06 AFC title game against the Patriots, the two Super Bowls. You were with them through all those ones in Indy. What game most stands out for you?
0: Oh man, what game? That, that's a hard question. Uh, there were some great. Uh, probably for me, I would say that the AFC Championship game in uh in the RCA dome you know when we finally beat the patriots in the afc championship and then went on to to win the super bowl the next week that that championship game was pretty special and uh you know not necessarily for the way any one individual played but because we were down so many and to come back and to to watch our team net, you know never buckle and, and and we had been forged you know we had we had a tough season that year um, you know, our defense had given up a bunch of yards, rushing yards late in the year. Our offense wasn't running it very well. When we got to the playoffs, we started running it and stopping the run, and and uh, we were a completely different style team. And, and, in fact, in the Super Bowl, I think we rushed for almost 200 yards rushing. So uh, that game, that AFC Championship game was so special because we did overcome so much. And, and, it, and it's always it, – you know, it always gives you greater – uh, joy when, when you kind of fought the tough fight and it hadn't been just something given to you. And and to know that you beat the best team um, you know that you had played for, for many years, kind of your nemesis, that, that, that uh, that's one that you put in your hat and, and, and you enjoy it, you savor
2: it. We're speaking with former Pro Bowl center Jeff Saturday on the Talk of Fame Network. And Jeff, of course, is only a longtime teammate of Peyton Manning's, but a very good friend of Peyton Manning's. And Jeff, I want to ask you, if you could pick one film clip, just one play, to show on the Jumbotron at Manning's Hall of Fame induction, what play would it be?
0: <laughs> that's an impossible. I'm glad I don't have that, <laughs> that job. <laughs> you know, he had so many. I, you know, I mean, um, so many special plays and, and uh, so many big moments that, that, to try to sum them down. Uh, and, and, and to be honest, that's kind of why I appreciated his speech so much. Is that, that you know, He talked about listening, you know, and, and this was exactly the way we all feel is that it's really not about the game. It's not really about the, the, the you know those moments that people you know hold on to. It's about the relationships of the guys you're doing it with, and and that's the reality. And and that's what I think he captured within his speech that so many players can relate to because that's the truth. The truth is plays that I remember that were great plays for myself. There was always someone else involved. You know, a guard beside me or a tackle knocking a guy down or. Um, you know, us put somebody on their back and us laughing about it as we got up when, when, when the running back runs past us. And I don't think it's any different for him. You know, it, it would be, um, you, you know, checking to the right run place that so it was the, for the best, betterment of the team or for, you know, one of those out routes to, to, to Marv or a deep ball to Reggie or, you know, Dallas with a little option route. I mean, there's so many different things that you could go to. I don't think you could ever just put one. Yeah. There's so many good ones. And, and they're so relationally tied. That's what makes them special.
1: Hey, Jeff, I, I believe you went to the press conference. Why why was it important for you to be there?
0: Oh, man. You know, listen, he, he's uh, not only was he a, a, a good teammate, and, and he's a great friend. And, and I wanted to support him and uh, and be there. And, um, you know, 18 years of doing anything is, is a... Uh, is a is a big deal, and when you when you walk away from it, it's it's a tough day. Even if it's the right choice, it's a tough day, and it was fun to be there. and And you know, mine was kind of a dual role. I was working for ESPN at the same time, um, so I, I I could check two boxes. So you know, I, I started making fun of them when I was flying out there, saying, "Hey, I got to get it, I got to get a quick drop. You know, I need something for." something big for tv just laughing we always <laughs> always laugh about that about the, the relationship between media and uh, and i think he even made a comment about bill Poley and myself and brandon stokely some of his closest buddies and uh that th- we're all in the media now so it's tough to even have a real conversation so it was fun we had, we had a good time with it and uh so it was a pleasure to
2: be out there hey jeff this was fun and this was a pleasure thanks for the time and thanks for the memories
0: Appreciate it. Have a great Thanks, one. Jeff. Thanks, Thanks, Jeff.
2: Thanks, Jeff. That was former Indianapolis Center Jeff Saturday. When we return, you'll hear why former patriot Gino Capiletti belongs in the Hall of Fame. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, just log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing your computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. We're also brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper and get a local or toll-free number or just bring your own. To see how it works, just go to grasshopper.com.